Hey y'all, this is Randy and you are listening to Situationships, the podcast where black millennials share stories about dating and relationships. episode, Ron, who I call RJ, tells us about a lesson in love he learned early on in his dating life. A lesson about how important it is to pay attention to red flags early. He spills a little tea and it's great. Check it out. Hey, boo. Hey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So I'm so glad. excited to be here. And I'm so excited <laughs> to have you here. So yes. I hear you have a story to tell. I have a story. Okay. Yes. Let's jump into it. All right. So my dating story um, is a few years ago, but it was something that um, was a influential in, part, in forming like my dating strategy, I okay. guess, or okay. helped me to determine like best practices, if you will, right. for <laughs> um, So it goes back, I met a guy uh, when I was in college and you know, he was very, very tall. He was like brown skin and he was just like very masculine. And you know, we can talk about the details later, <laughs> but he was everything I thought I wanted in a man. Like yeah. he went to, you know, um, can we say like universities? Sure. Okay, he went to Morehouse. And right, and um, he was just really, really sharp, you know. And I, I really liked him, and so we started dating. Like, remember the first time we went on a date, you know, he offered to like take my groceries in the house mm-hmm. or something. And I had never, you know, dated anyone that was nice, you know. Right, and everybody right. always try to act like they're not into you, you know, like right, they they right. want to try to show you that they're not into you to make you feel like you should want to be with them. It's like a weird mind game. Yeah. Mind game, like a reverse psychology Mm -hmm. is so stupid, but um, he didn't do that. You know, he was just like, let me know he was into me. was very sweet. And like, we dated, we dated like, you know, and one thing I noticed when we were dating was that like, we really didn't have good, like phone conversation, like right off, Mm -hmm. you know, like we didn't really have a good volley, you know, back and forth. Right. Right. But I could tell that we both liked each other. Mm hmm. Um, and so as we started to date more and more, uh, I remember one time he came over my house and like my mom called or something and like we were chilling and watching TV. And I remember when I went to answer the phone, he got like, I was on the phone for maybe like a minute at the time, maybe two minutes. Mm-hmm. And after minute number two, like he literally got up and was like, all right, I'll just come back later. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, no, 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 like don't leave, don't leave. Like, like I could tell something was something was wrong. Like okay. it was like a hard, it wasn't like that offended him for some reason, like right. a quick phone call. And like, basically I begged him to stay. He was just like, no, I have to go, you know, because like you can talk on the phone, like do your conversations. I was just like, okay. Like, That's a lot. So that was a lot. That was a lot. And I remember thinking to myself, like, why is this such a big deal? You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was on the phone for 30 minutes. It was like right. a couple quick, a quick call. Right. And it was your mom, right? It was my mom. <laughs> so, hey. so, you know, we never really, I never really got to the bottom of that, uh-huh. you know, about like, what was it that pissed him off so bad, you know, about me being on the phone. Mm-hmm. And so just we, as we continue to date, it just like, I feel like everything went downhill. Mm-hmm. And I always remember like the smallest things would, like set him off. 
you know. And I remember thinking like he would do little things that I didn't necessarily love, but I wouldn't. It wouldn't like put me all the way off. Right. You would let it roll off your back. Yeah, because it's just like you don't know this person, right. you know. And then right. I feel like after our first, like after that first falling out that we had. Our, our relationship never got back like I thought like the sweet place where right, he was okay. like nice to me and we were like in the happy zone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember like after all of that happened, our conversation got better, uh-huh. and I was just like, okay, like what was it about this conflict that made our conversation be better? But even though the conversation was better, like the love or the mushiness or like the whatever it was that made us want to be together, yeah. you know, it it wasn't there anymore. So, you know, for years, I always felt like I loved him, you know, yeah. and I would always try to, like, you know, find a way to, like, be in his good graces because mm-hmm. I really liked him. And I, I knew that whatever I had and I had done some other things when I was younger that, you know, I never cheated on him. I never did anything like that. But just like some things like said some things or like talk to his friend about something, stuff that you just wouldn't do as an adult. Mm-hmm. But I've always tried to, like, compensate for that and try to be his friend and then, like, Sometimes I would reach out to him on social media and he'd be like, you know, really mean to me. He'd be like, okay. Like, I was like, how are you? He was like, um, he, he would say like a, a really like off putting response. Mm-hmm. And then like randomly he'll pop up my inbox and say, I'm happy for you. Are you, looks like you're doing well. Like, but if I ever reached out to him, it was like a, he okay. always like a shade. So it's really So weird. it was like hot and cold. Like, hot and cold. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, hot okay. and cold. So I don't know. For some reason, like that stuck out to me, you know. I, I remember, like, one time when he, we weren't together, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to, like, get back, like, trying to get work things out. I remember, like, this boy, you know, was, like, trying to, like, was trying to like him, too. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I was being, like, a mess, and I was, like, I told the boy, I gave the boy his number. Mm-hmm. And then, like, like literally, like, the next day, like, I went, I walked by his house, and he, because he didn't live that far from me. And, like, I saw, he told me he wasn't home, but he was home, and he was home with that boy. Oh. And I was just like, first of all, Ron, why would you give him the boy's number if you know he liked it? Right, right, right. Like, <laughs> I didn't need to do that. <laughs> right, You know, right. but then, like, that put me in crazy mode right. because I'm trying to be Miss uh, Investigative Report, mm-hmm. you know. But I've learned a lot from that, you know. I learned, like, you know, don't be messy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't be you messy. Don't be messy and, like, you know, I feel like, and now it's been years, like maybe four or five years since we've tried to date, but... It's like when that one red flag came up, like that he would get so angry yeah. about the phone. Yeah. Something else is going on in this equation. Right. Other right. than just what is in front of us, you know? So I think that's like my, that's, and it, I, I feel like that also let me, let me know too. And I'm, I revisited that with my most recent dating mm-hmm. that sometimes you can feel really, really strong about somebody up front. And you're like, my, this is it. Like, this mm-hmm. is my husband. Like, this is about to be like, he went to more house. He did. He right, did. Right, right. And then later on, you, you see things up front that you don't really accredit to anything. But mm-hmm. then at the end of the day, you realize that those things that you saw were very influential. Those were things that really made y'all not compatible. You know, right, right. Just keeping your eyes open exactly. earlier on. Right. Inventorying those thoughts, inventorying like, you know what? I do know this is a T why is it such a big deal? You know, like any little thing, like it always ends up being, and this is, I'm so new. I mean, I'm not new to dating, but it's just like, I feel like I have more to learn, Right. but it's like those same things still come up. If you can't commit to something like right off, you're not going to be able to commit to being in a relationship. That's real. You know, that's real girl. No, cause I, I can definitely relate to that. Cause I think 
early on in my dating experience, I would meet someone and I like them and mm-hmm. they like me back. And you're just like, oh, well, it's not a big deal that they didn't do this. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they like blew up this one time mm-hmm. or they were shady or mm-hmm. they didn't call me back or whatever. No, those are signs. Mm-hmm. Those are that signs. It's not going to work out in the long term. Mm-hmm. Just because you have these feelings right now mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily mean this is the person mm-hmm. for you. And if somebody show their ass up front like that, you didn't even give me the opportunity to wait to see your ass. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> exactly. You want to be showing mean. it up front. Yeah, up front. That's a sign. Right, I mean, like, right. I mean, not that everything is supposed to be perfect, but you just want to see them be sweet at least for like six months. I know, right, right. You know, it shouldn't be no tease for six months. Exactly. I, I, ideally, I don't yes. know how how yes. true that is, but that's like my hope. <laughs> no, and I think that's I think that's realistic, and I think that's attainable. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I, you know, what I mean, got so anybody. I ain't been six months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, I think that that's that's a completely healthy way to be going into a relationship. Is you know, it should be a, a solid six months. It should without... be six months with peace. Exactly. 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 <laughs> I really enjoyed that story. We got a little a little bit right of of RJ. And so now let's move into the question section okay. that I like to call asking for a friend. Okay. Because, you know, I already know my friends, you know, I'm, I'm asking, asking for, for a friend. Right. <laughs> so this kind of goes along with the story you told, but what do you look for in a partner? Hmm. I'm still, fi- I want to preface by saying I'm still figuring that out. Me too. Boo. Um, so child, don't charge me to the bank, whatever they say. Um, <laughs> I think the most important thing is understanding. Mm-hmm. And I try to do that with people that I date because certain times I think we, you know, in this generation, everybody wants to build a body, a build a relationship. Or they see something on television, Instagram or a show and they want to think that's real life. But right. Like relationship goals. Yeah, like, like relationship goals. That's, that's not real, you right, know. But right. at the end of the day, you and you, you, you've had 28, 30 years of life with your family and a whole way of doing things. And then somebody else has had a way of doing things. And people, people's truth filters through their experience. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never like, okay, my truth is going to be this way because I've gone through these things, right. you know? And so I can't make you think how I think, you know, but I want you to be understanding of why I feel this way and then vice versa. And I think that's something that will take you a long way because if you be like, okay, why do you spend all your money to the screw? Mm -hmm. You know, like if you think about relationship and you know, being having a partner finances is going to be a big issue about that. So you're thinking, okay, why do you spend all your money to the screw? Why don't you never have anything? Right. You know, but then you might think, well, they never really had to save their money or maybe their parents always bought them. So maybe their parents had bad spending habits. And so it's not to be like, okay, you were this, you were that because you don't know how to manage your money. No, let's let me understand your background so that we can work and figure out the way to move through it. So I think, from money to sex or whatever the, the deal is, I think understanding is like paramount. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you love will cover a multitude of things. Mm-hmm. If you love somebody, you'll be willing to understand them. Mm-hmm. You know, so if, if the love is there, you're willing to be like, okay, let me help understand this. I can work through it. Um, you said it was only one thing, one one of the um things about relationships. I mean, it's what it's whatever you want. What are you um, looking for in a partner? I mean, understanding. Um, drive. Oh, that's a good one. Gotta be driven. Yes. You know, whether or not you are the trash man, I want you to be like, you know what, baby, I gotta get up at four o'clock because I want to make sure all the trash cans. Absolutely. I didn't miss no trash cans Absolutely. today. Absolutely. 
No, because I'm trying to be the supervisor. I'm trying to be the supervisor of the trash, of the trash man. So you got to be driven. You mm-hmm. know, I got to see that you want more out of life. You know, and it don't necessarily got to be always about things. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, I may be driven by things. I may be driven by a certain like material or. Uh, you know, I, I'm not coins. Yeah, coins. I like my coins. Right. <laughs> but if you, money is not the motivating drive, it need to be like a happy life right. or peace, right? Or something, right? You, you just know? can't be out here. You just can't be out here. You know. Yeah. So you know, some people might be like, "Well, I'm the. I like to make money and provide." And then somebody may be like, "I want us to have a really happy family." Yeah. You know, I want us to. I want to be the person that focus on the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever, however it's divided, I think drive is important. And I think those are like the, in, the interior things. I want you. I would say I want you to be like on top of your looks. You know what I'm saying? You like better you can't keep it be. Real. You know you can't be like potato potato. Okay, you gotta be <laughs> <laughs> steak steak. Okay, you can't be potato potato. Um, but I would say. Like I don't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, so and I've seen you do push-ups. I do a push-up. <laughs> But, like, I may have a tiny fupa. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you don't got to be perfect because I'm not, you know. Right. But at least, like, try to be getting there. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> at least but care, you know? Care. Yeah. Care. And then any, anything else is, like, I feel like I can work around that. Yeah. yeah. That's real. That's real. Okay. So the next question is, what's been the hardest part of dating for you? Oh, my God. I am. Oh, holy moly. I would say the hardest part of dating for me is, finding someone that really wants to be in a relationship with you. Yeah. You know, I think now, especially, and I think this is any gay community mm-hmm. or, you know, or what's it called? Same gender, whatever. You right, know, right, right, right. The punks, honey. <laughs> um, is that in the big urban cities like New York and Atlanta, like in, with Instagram paired on top of that, everyone mm-hmm. knows everyone. And I feel like, some way you 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 already get the story on that person before you even before meet you even meet them. Right. You know, like this person may be your other half. Mm-hmm. You know, but because they had a bad experience with somebody that was not supposed to be their love their lover, right? Or somebody that they just were attracted to, or they slept with them, or they maybe they were just in passing and had like a little fling. Mm-hmm. They can't tell you how to love this person or that this person is not for you because they don't know. Right. Right. And so I think that really finding someone who is really willing to try to that's really open what am i saying to find someone that's ready and willing and open to receive somebody else right not from their social group or not from the account of what their friends said but to be open to say i want to really get to know ron because he is this 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 this, and i like that Mm -hmm. you know and he's kind of cute you know it don't have to be always about look you know but it might be like something about ron i like him like i want to explore this and I think that's something that I, I feel like I have a you know I, I find difficult because mm-hmm. everyone is more like everyone wants to be in a group mm-hmm. which is and I know I'm going to another T but this is a T you know everybody wants to be in a group people are not comfortable doing things on their own absolutely and I think that same spirit and that same mindset flows into relationship you can't do nothing if your friend don't approve you know, if your friend like, girl, I know him, girl, the girl T, you know, he did this to the girl. Like, he, honey, you won't watch him. You know, like, then it's just like, it t- turns your whole, you know, so I think, I feel like I've been the victim of that. Yeah. You know, because I've Not dated, being able to form your own opinion. My about own somebody. opinion. Yeah. And, and vice versa. I feel like, I, I remember one time I, I dated this oh. boy. And, like, I went on a date with this guy. And, like, we dated for, like, a couple weeks. Uh-huh. And then, like, 
we nothing worked out. Like it, we we wasn't a T. We didn't fall out. Right. Just but I liked his friend like a year or two later, and uh-huh. I felt like his friend was you know biting the bait. I mean, he was like we was, we had like some conversation going back uh-huh. and forth. But I'm I'm like ninety percent sure that the friend was like, "Don't talk to him. He yeah. like that's your sister, you right. know, whatever, whatever they said." I could I'm ninety percent sure he was like, "Don't talk to Brian." Right. You know, so that would be the I think one of the um, obstacles that I've had. And I guess the last question is, how do you how do you find most of the people you date like are you really on these apps like is it in the in the clubs like just out yes when they give these questions this is a listen i like that people need to know people need to know (laughs) so i'm not i'm no longer on dating apps anymore okay um i haven't seen that to be successful Mm -hmm. and um i would say the last person that i was dating i met him before like Mm -hmm. a a while I i met him before we reconnected on Tinder. Okay. You know, we reconnected on Tinder, and I guess that was a good place to see that they were interested in you more right. than just a friend. So I, I always say Tinder, and, it, you know, people say those apps are what you make them, you know, but I always say, like, no, like, gay apps. You know, I don't get into that, you mm-hmm. know, um, because I feel like it just – I've never known anybody to have a successful success, – like, like actual relationship through that right absolutely okay. it's always been a t i can't okay. find one person that has had a successful run so it's just like i ain't even gonna go down that road um most of my people that i had did i meet and get a, <laughs> it's through instagram really yes really mm-hmm. it's through instagram that's interesting i've never heard that before through instagram like literally so people just slide in your dms or vice versa. Or, or, <laughs> God are you, bless. Are you slipping and sliding? <laughs> I'm slipping and sliding. <laughs> I definitely slip and slide, but I'm never. I like that because Instagram is like you post what you want to post, and I think right. it comes from your it comes from your mind. Now, some people have very edited and very mm-hmm. curated Instagrams, yeah. and you can tell that, mm-hmm. you know. But um, I can look like I feel like that's. You can't, like, if you look through somebody's timeline and they haven't edited it stuff out, that's a, you know, that's a contingency. Like, sometimes right. they don't edit stuff. If they don't edit stuff out, it's just a normal Instagram. They're just showing their life. Yeah, like, you can look and kind of get, like, a feel for, like, what they get. Right. You know? And um, whereas on, like, Tinder or other apps, people curate the images. Right, right, You know, right. they, they put on the five, their best five pictures you know well all the right angles exactly and instagram is like i think it's cool it's like you can reach out to people they could be like what's up you know like i've reached out to people and i've dated people like i met on instagram so it's like it's worked for me you know i don't really i'm not really i don't go out i don't think you can find really a date in the club that's been my experience so i don't really focus on that but um yeah, like at small house parties and stuff. I've never really, I haven't really, I've met people that way, but it's never, I feel like people are so guarded. Like, I agree. They yeah. don't be open yes. to like talk to somebody new. They want to be cute. They want to take a picture on Instagram yes. and that's it. You yes. know? I do feel like that is the generation that we're in that mm-hmm. people go out to the club to be seen. They want to be seen. Not to mix and mingle, mm-hmm. not to meet people. And so it's just like, we just out here looking at each other. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Ain't nobody dancing. Ain't nobody talking. Nobody don't want to dance. Right. Yeah, it's like, I got to take a picture for Instagram. And it's just like, no, be in the moment. Like, right. be right. here and see who's here. Like, if you see somebody, like, compliment them. Like, you look very handsome. Or you look very pretty. You know, thank you. You know, like, that's just how I am. I know, yeah. like, most people are not like that. You know, yeah. so, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, girl. Okay. Well, we appreciate you being on the podcast I feel today. Like I had a therapy session. I feel good. Good. That's the <laughs> that's the goal. We got all the tea spilled and everything. So y'all get on Instagram. Listen, start, get on Instagram. Find your boo. Actually, don't. Hey, don't don't say you heard that here. Right. <laughs> don't be slipping and sliding. Right. Well, thank you so much. Thank we you for having me. You. This is a treat. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. If you have a story you'd like to share on the podcast, hit me up at situationshipspod at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at situationshipspod. And lastly, be the first to know about podcast news. Sign up at situationshipspodcast.com.